Hello, everyone, and welcome to Between the Lines. I am Tracy Hunter Abramson, and I am here with Esther Hatch, Sarah M. Eden, and Sean Ann Bessie. And today, with summer out and hopefully the snow is melted, I really hope everyone's snow is melted by now, um, we thought we would talk about what makes a great summer read. But before we get into that, I want to find out what, is, what do you all have planned for the summer? Any big, exciting adventures on your horizon or are you all traveled out? <laughs> I feel like our family, we often do have a big summer plans, but this summer is not like we have been kind of traveled out. So we are definitely doing a few things, but they're more like camping, going to a friend's cabin, things that are not like necessarily the big trips that we usually do. And yet our summer is still build but not not necessarily with like a big big trip just lots of sports camps and things like that so but no shoveling snow no our snow is gone <laughs> yes <laughs> so that's good yes and I'm happy to report our snow is also gone which is a miracle because it felt like it <laughs> lasted forever and ever and ever um my I've done quite a lot of traveling already and so my summer will be a little quieter but the highlight for my summer is I get to welcome a new grandbaby in August. So I will be traveling for that and um, looking forward to that. And then I have a couple of events in Utah that involve you other ladies that I am planning <laughs> on attending also. Awesome. Yeah, I made a promise to myself in the middle of May after like three solid months of traveling interrupted only by a surgery <laughs> that I was Ooh. done with excitement for a while. So I have turned down every opportunity to travel <laughs> for the next three months. So my plans for the summer are not to leave my house unless absolutely required to do so. <laughs> Yes, and my plans are to come and stay in Sarah's house and not leave her house until absolutely. The party's going to have to come to me. <laughs> okay, so it's true. But the story is, okay, we're going to give you some little insight. Sarah, what is the name of your upcoming event? Tell, it tell is um, a garden party and brunch. It's uh, the launch event for my release that comes out this month on the 20th. We're having a, a get-together. We're going to play uh, historical garden games and have a lovely little brunch. And some of us will be dressing up because and any opportunity to put <laughs> <laughs> on a costume, that's me. Um, no, it's just going to be a lot of fun. It's just sort of a, a celebration of summer and books and frivolity. Okay, so that'll be June 17th. Yes. And then on June 19th, because, you know, Sarah and I do things together, um, I will be having an event. It's a, This is the first time I've ever had an author event, like other than just a signing. But this is celebrating the um, release of the paperbacks for my Dream's Edge series. So that will be in Bountiful on the 19th. Um, we're going to put the links to the tickets in the comments because that, since that's coming up so soon. So if anyone wants to join us and we may be popping in on each other's events, just so you know, you may find somebody <laughs> not in costume who looks familiar. That's um, right. I can't imagine who she's talking about. Um, maybe more than one of us. So, okay. So back to summer reading. More than once, I have been accused of packing far too many books in my suitcase when I go on vacation. Like my husband, all the boys, they fight over who doesn't have to take my suitcase. Um, so with availability of eBooks and audiobooks, 
what do you prefer when you're traveling or do you take more than one format along with you? When I'm traveling, I mostly do digital, whether that's ebook or like digital audio. That's what I tend to lean toward in part because it does save space and weight when you're packing, but also because if I get partway through a book and I'm like, you know what? I want to read something else. I can, I can just switch it up. Right. I almost always have one paperback book with me because I like, I don't know. I like having something to hold on to. So I limit myself to one actual physical book and then I bring my digital library with me. I love it. Yep. I'm like Sarah too. Like one book, because for some reason it feels like a vacation if I have the chance to read a paperback. Um, and then I'll bring audio and digital as choices. I recently, my last biggest um, vacation was a cruise and they had a library. So I read like two books from the library while I was there too. I think I was like the only one trying to go into the library, the library though. I kept, they kept having like art shows during it. I'm like, well, can I just grab a book? And they're like, oh, oh yeah, Yeah. grab a book. (laughs) Who comes in here for books? (laughs) I had planned to like write in the library and lots, and I'm like, they are just using it for space to put things for different events. And I'm like, no, that was my plan was to use this as my base, but. So yeah, I'm like Sarah, a lot like Sarah, like audio, digital, and then one paperback. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. I still admit I prefer to to actually hold a book in my hand. So, and I do try to limit myself now that there's the digital options. I do try to limit myself to one um, other than, see, the thing I have to be really careful about if I'm going West, say, especially to Utah, where our corporate headquarters are, um, I often will bypass bringing a book with me unless it's like I'm giving it to somebody um, because there may be more books coming back with me. I don't know how that happens. You know, I go into corporate and all of a sudden books just appear Mm -hmm. in in my suitcase. So um, we won't go into details on that, but I always end up needing an extra bag or extra space coming home. So I have to be careful on that. Yeah, I think we're probably very similar in all of this. My my big thing is, is that I have to try and figure out how much time I have for reading. So if I'm going on a flight and I know that going there and back, I can read one book, then I'll take a paperback. But if I'm going international and I know that I can read more than one book, then I will take uh, an e-reader just for the space and, and the weight. Um, my, my son always gives me a hard time. He says, Mom, one of the, one of the things that you're paying for with your airline ticket is the free movies and you never watch them. You're always reading a book, (laughs) but that's what I prefer to do. So that's the way it is. Well, and it's like in the audio on the, on the free movies, is never the greatest anyway. So, you know, (laughs) book movie, I I go with the book. Um, Okay. So what types of books do you prefer to read when you're on vacation? You know, or, or, you know, what is, what is next in your, Uh, to be red pile um if I'm really kind of to be completely honest I don't usually do vacations my family says I do trips because they're usually so packed with things that I want to do that I very rarely am just lying down sitting on a chair for hours on end um but when I am in that mode, I really enjoy reading something that's just light and fun. And that's what I associate with summer reading. Having said that, um, one of the books that I'm most looking forward to that is 
on the top of my to be read pile is uh, A.L. Soward's Codes of Courage, which probably doesn't come under the, <laughs> yeah, there it is. It doesn't come under the light and fluffy, but I'm so looking forward to it. And also um, Sarah's Fleur de Lis is right at the, at the top too. So. <laughs> I'm, I'm waiting to see if Tracy can pull that. I've got it just over the corner though. I, I have it too. <laughs> oh, I, I have it on a postcard. <laughs> I think it's on my bedside table, Sarah. Sarah, I was one of those Sarah got the postcard up. You missed yes. it, but yeah. we found okay. one. <laughs> yeah. So I I feel like um, my escape or my books that I read, my to be read pile and what I've been reading lately, which I've actually been reading lately. I feel like over the course of this podcast, we've been doing it almost two years now. I ebb and flow like where I get where reading is like I'm so busy writing that I don't feel like I can give myself that time. And mm -hmm. lately I've been in a good reading place. It's oh, been awesome. I think I've started using a lot more audiobooks and it's helped me to like, usually when I have a paperback, I start it and finish it. Like, so finding that kind of time in a day is really hard, but for some reason, audiobooks, I can stop and start and read, listen a little bit before I go to bed. And, and I, there's a timer on there. So I'll set the timer and then it will make me stop <laughs> So <laughs> versus when I have a paperback or, or even a digital, I have a hard time putting it down. So lately I kind of read in three categories. One is escape reads, which just recently I've been like rereading Sophie Kinsella rom-com type books, which I have always loved. And then um, like the romanticy type genre is a fun one. For me or I'll read my book club book which usually ends up to be a little bit maybe like deeper or mainstream um we just finished remarkably bright creatures which I totally recommend it was really it was really fun and one of the main characters one of the point of view characters is an octopus which I have never read a book like that before but it's like a straight up like I don't know like like a, a fiction book it's not a fantasy or anything like that Except for you get the like thoughts of an fiction. octopus. Yes, general fiction. That is the word yeah. I'm looking for. Thank you, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> I write books. Um, <laughs> so, and then I also like to read, and I love these, but I still call them like my workbooks, which is anything that relates to my genre or my publisher. And I love when I get to read early copies of those. It's like yes. so much fun. So, yeah. Agreed. Um, I have found... I listen to a lot of audiobooks while I'm on road trips, like while I'm driving. And lately, the category that those tend to fall under is memoirs, interestingly enough. I don't know why it is that that's really been appealing to me lately, but I've listened to so many. And people whose backgrounds are all over the place, some are entertainers and writers, and some are just interesting people from history. And yeah, so I listen to a lot of memoirs. Um, I always have a research book that I'm reading just because I, I love <laughs> research. So that's a happy place for me just to read about something. Um, and then I play what, since my kids were little, I've what I've called library roulette. I would take my kids to the library to pick up books to read during the summer. And then I would set a goal for myself to find five books at random in the library that just seemed interesting. So it's my library roulette. And I found some real winners doing that. Um, or I tried books I wouldn't have otherwise. So that's what I tend to to use as my vacation reading or my summer reading is research books, memoirs, and random books I find at the library. I love it. 
So I think often for me, I just want something light and entertaining when I'm, you know, on vacation and stuff. It's something, it's something I know it's going to have a happily ever after. Cause you know, you go on vacation, you want to make sure that at the end of vacation, everything is happily ever after. So I'm like, it keeps me in that mindset, <laughs> but the one I, I also want Amanda's book, uh, A.L. Soward's book is one that I definitely have high on my list. But the other one, um, we had kind of an interesting situation at our publisher. My next book coming out is called Unseen, which comes out in August. And there's also Love Unseen, <laughs> which comes out in July, also by our publisher. This one's by Rachel Kelly Stones. Um, so that's that's high on my list. Comes like we've just been having some fun playing off the fact that she wrote a complete romance and I wrote a complete suspense, but they have a very similar title. <laughs> right. So we're going to have fun with that. But um, so as a follow up, what do you think makes a good escape novel? Like what elements are most important to you? I love like humor, romance, and then just that quality of a book that just kind of sucks you in and makes reading very easy. Like, and mm -hmm. I think I call them easy reads. I, I think sometimes that's like maybe not a good um, label because the ones I read that suck me in like that and do all the things right, it, it's like such a talent and so well written. Mm -hmm. um, so just because they're easy to read, I don't think that makes them at all easy to write. <laughs> so I guess that's <laughs> the thing I was gonna make clear. So maybe easy isn't the right word, but just something that really, like I can escape into it. It draws me in and it, yeah. So yeah, that, that is what I'm looking for. If people could just write more of those, that would be great. <laughs> Your assignment. <laughs> I think for me, the, the books that make the best like escape reading are books that can be interrupted which I'm with Esther trying to figure out how to explain <laughs> the concept in your head. I don't mean like it's boring and you don't care if people interrupt you. It's more that books that have grabbed me enough that even if I get interrupted, which happens a lot on vacation, it happens a lot when your kids are home for the summer, you're going to want to go back to it. Like it'll pull you back in, but it's not so intense or so in depth or so, I guess intense is the right word that you feel anxious because you've been interrupted. Like it, it invites you to return when you mm. have time. I love books like that. Like they're just sitting there waiting for you and they'll be there when you come back and you want to come back because you're enjoying them. So that's that's a big thing for me with escape books. I want to come back to it, but I can step away if I need to. Oh, I love that description. Yeah. Well done. <laughs> I should think about using words for a living. Yeah, Ooh. yeah, no, seriously, you're great. good at this descriptive stuff. <laughs> I think for me, it's really fun for me to write something that's completely removed from my real life. Um, and so I would include like fairy tale retellings or a rom-com on a beach or, you know, millionaires or, you know, any of those things that are never going to happen to me. And I feel like I feel like um, very often I love to read a book that is set in a place that either I have never been or will probably never go to. Um, I'm not going like as far as the moon or fantasy <laughs> places, but, but you know, a, an exotic location that is almost like you're going on vacation without having to travel. Okay, I'm going to agree with all of the above, but I will add the I know at our last um, big event in May, they gave out a tote bag, bag that said something like, um, I am 
the last novel I, or my personality is 85% the last novel I read. And so I yeah. do think I need to kind of stick, keep that in mind. I don't want something that's going to be like really sad and down. I want something that's kind right. of happy and uplifting or that I know is going to get there because when I do get interrupted, I don't want to be like, I'm ball been bawling for the last 50 pages <laughs> and right. everyone's like, um, we're going to the beach. Are you okay? Should we bring something back for you? You know? So I kind of, that's one thing I do look at is, you know, I don't want to have, you know, the huge tear jerkers and stuff like that. So, I mean, authors should put warning labels on that. Just Sarah and Eden. Um, yeah, seriously. Sell it with a box of tissues. <laughs> yes. That yes. would be good. Gift um, bag tissues. Amanda's is another one. She, you need a whole box for that one, but mm. it's a very long book. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I think that's probably where I, where I come from on that. But we hope that, you know, thanks everyone for joining us today. We hope that we will be able to see you at our upcoming events. Again, the links for tickets will be in the comments. Um, but we would love also to hear what your summer plans are since we are mostly kind of keeping it low key. We wanna hear and live vicariously through all of you. So let <laughs> us know where you're going. Um, photos are welcome. We'd love to see where you've been and we hope you'll join us next time.